Thank you for tuning in to the Everyday Christian Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we show that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Here is your host, Chase Green. Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 4 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green, and today we're going to finish our series of sermons for the month of January. This is the continuation of last week's episode of the sermon entitled, Woe to Those Who Are at Ease in Zion, from Amos chapter 6. I hope that this lesson will help you to be focused, to be dedicated to the Lord, and that you'll find yourself not being complacent or at ease in spiritual Zion. Brother Robert Taylor, Jr., said this about the state of religious society today, and I think he's right. He said, we live in an age where people prefer fun over faith, the lake over the Lord, things over truth, sports over the Savior, gadgets over God. Gimmicks over the gospel. Laughter over the Lord. Recreation over redemption. And entertainment over edification. Brethren, as one was talking to me earlier, before we we came in this morning, it's easy to look at what they're doing and what they're doing and what they're doing entertainment over edification, and throw those stones. But what are we doing? Are we evangelizing? Are we serving people through benevolent service and looking for opportunities to evangelize? Are we setting that example and being that salt and light at work and at school, at play? Well, no, we're going to the movie that has umpteen cuss words in it, inappropriate scenes and so on. What kind of example are we going to be just by walking up to the booth and ordering that movie ticket and paying for it? What kind of example are we setting in the schools when our friends are using filthy language and telling immoral jokes and we just laugh right along. What kind of example are we setting for our co-workers as their priorities are this, this, and that rather than the Lord? What kind of example are we setting if we forsake the assembling of the saints to go hunting or fishing or to the ball game? We certainly live in an age where people prefer all of these things rather than the Lord. Woe to you who are put far off, who put far off the day of doom, who caused the seed of violence to come near. You know what he's saying there? Spiritual procrastination. Woe to you who put off the day of doom. You know what? It's going to come one day, but I've got 30, 40, 50 years left of my life, so... I'll have fun for half of that and then I'll get right and I'll live for the Lord for the whatever the remainder is. 
you're not guaranteed 30 or 40 or 50 more years. Well, I'm just a, a teenager. I probably got 60, 70 years left in me at least, I bet. You're not guaranteed to live to old age. But we spiritually procrastinate. We kick the can of God's judgment further and further down the road. Oh, it won't happen in our lifetime. It happened in Israel's lifetime. Amos is speaking these words in approximately 750, maybe 760 B.C., 712 B.C. Just a few decades later, they were utterly destroyed by Assyria. Spiritual procrastination. We don't need to procrastinate. If we've not obeyed the gospel, we need to obey it. If we're not living right, we need to, to get right because we're not guaranteed another second on this earth. It is appointed unto men once to die, and after this the judgment. Hebrews 9 verse 27. Our life is like a vapor that appears for a little while and then it vanishes away. James 4 verse 14. Do not spiritually procrastinate any longer if you've been doing that. Who lie on beds of ivory. Stretch out on your couches. Eat lambs from the flock and calves from the midst of the stall. That verse has prosperity written all over it. We live in one of the most materially prosperous nations this world has ever seen. That might be changing pretty soon. Maybe. How distracted have we become because of our prosperity? How comfortable have we gotten because of our beds of ivory? How complacent. How complacent. As we're at ease. And the church is dying. Across the land. How many churches have boarded up their doors in the last two decades? There are many. Why? Who dropped the ball? We did. Materialism, comfort, complacency, lukewarmness. These people had it all and they had nothing. They had everything material and nothing spiritual about them. What if we're too consumed with stuff? What if we're too focused on materialism, covetousness, which is idolatry? Could it be that we've had it far too good for far too long in this country that we have become completely distracted. Zion was distracted. Could it be that spiritual Zion is distracted? We need to be zealous. We need to be on fire for the Lord. Revelation chapter 3, the church that was lukewarm 
needed to be zealous and repent. How many churches today will the Lord spew out of His mouth? Because there's inaction. There's no evangelism. There's no getting out into the community. How many will He spew out of His mouth? He spewed Laodicea right out. Made Him sick. We've got to be zealous. We've got to be on fire for the Lord. Not complacent. He says in verses 5 and 6, who sing idly. I've got that underlined. Idly. Pointlessly. Worthlessly. He, they sing idly to the sound of the string instruments and invent for yourselves musical instruments like David, who drink wine from bowls and anoint yourselves with the best ointments, but are not grieved for the affliction of Joseph. I put those two verses together because it shows you their attitude. It shows you their level of distraction with entertainment bringing in those musical instruments like David did. A couple of things about that. Number one, it shows you what God thought about that. He didn't approve of it. They missed the point. It shows those meaningless sounds, those idle sounds compared to the melody of the heart, the teaching and admonishing that comes forth, Ephesians 5.19, Colossians 3.16. Number two, it shows just how distracted they were, just how complacent that they were because they were so entertainment-driven that they brought that in. Talk about the quote-unquote non-denominational community church type mindset today that really is could more readily be described as multi-denominational. Anything goes. Mega church type situations that are going on today, what do they have? We've got a exercise center and we've got a bowling alley and we've got coffee shop. What is the purpose of that? Entertainment. Distraction. Bait and switch. We'll bring them in with these things and then maybe we'll just keep them and we'll have the 10,000 people. That's not what true religion's about. They're so self-medicating in verse 6 that they have to drink wine in bowls. Not shot glasses. Not wine glasses. Bowls of wine. Drunkenness. Self-medicated. They've got this balm, this ointment that they're anointing themselves with to cover the pain, to ease the pain that they're bringing upon themselves because of sin. But they're only treating the symptom. They're not treating the disease. Verse number 7 is the crescendo of the first half of Amos chapter 6. 
Therefore, in light of all this, they shall go now captive as the first of the captives. And that they did. Israel, they went into captivity long before Judah to the south. They shall go first of the captives, and those who recline at banquets shall be removed. Those who were just sitting back and having fun, letting all this transpire while the nation went kaput. While the, the, the nation rapidly went downhill, they just stood idly by and watched and participated and relished in it. They would be taken away. What if because of our complacency, our being at ease, while the country and the world descends further and further into moral degeneracy, what if we receive this violent overthrow, this removal because of our reclining, our sitting back and watching, our refusal to get out into the battle where we're needed. What if we receive a violent overthrow? I shudder to think of it. Woe to you who are at ease in Zion and trust in Mount Samaria. We need to put all of our trust in the Most High God. We need to do our job. We do not need to be distracted any longer if we've been distracted. We do not need to be complacent. We do not need to be lukewarm. We need to get out there and we need to do something about what's going on. We need to be zealous. And if repentance is needed, we need to repent. Inaction is no excuse. Sitting while this world of immorality rages on is no excuse. We've got to get out there. We've got to fight for the truth. I sincerely pray that we're not at ease in Zion. Because if we are, we're going to be in trouble. This morning we have opportunity to get right with the Lord. If there's anyone in this audience who has never obeyed the gospel, you have opportunity to do that this very instant. Romans chapter 6. The night that so many of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into His death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. You can walk in newness of life today by being baptized into Christ having heard His Word, repented of your sins, confessing faith in Christ, you do that. You put on Christ in baptism and walk in newness of life. Wash away your sins. If you've done that, but maybe you've been at ease, you realize it.
and you want to do better and you want to come forward and ask for prayers for for strength and encouragement to do so come and we'll be glad to help you we'll pray with you and for you we all need that prayer from time to time so come if needed as together we stand and sing thank you for listening to the podcast today i certainly hope that you enjoyed that sermon i enjoyed preaching it and it's a very important subject I truly hope that we as Christians are not at ease, that we're not complacent, that we're not lukewarm. I hope that we will be on fire for the Lord, and I hope that this sermon has encouraged you to do so. Please like and follow our social media pages, our Instagram, our Facebook page for the Scattered Abroad Network of podcasts. There you can find all sorts of podcasts that you can listen to that will benefit you greatly. In addition to the Everyday Christian podcast, you'll also find the Weathering the Storm podcast with Drew Suttles, the Way podcast with Houston Welch, the Diligent podcast with Joshua Cantrell, the Asking God Why podcast with Jameson Stewart, Transformed with Caleb Rutherford, and also Far Better with Michael Clark. These are excellent podcasts that I can recommend to you And I know they will help you greatly as you seek to be a faithful, everyday Christian. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please like and share our pages on social media. Share these podcast episodes with your friends if you found them helpful. And also, help us out by subscribing to the podcast and by giving us a rating in the App Store. That helps us to see where we're at to gauge how we're doing, and helps us know that you're listening. So I appreciate you, the listener, for listening to the Everyday Christian Podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.